At the T-minus three-minute mark, tape recorders on board the spacecraft were turned on. These recorders record both voice and data. This is WOMLP operating out of Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. Good evening, it's the Rocket Shop. I'm your host, Tom Proctor. And with me tonight, once again, hello, Honey and Soul. Hello. It's such a pleasure to have you all back in the studio again. Great to be here. We, I feel like I've seen all of you individually in either different makeup, markups, you know, different kind of groups or solo. But when's the last time we had all three of you together here? Never. Never, in this, been. never in this kind of... Uh, format yeah not since a p previous lifetime oh no way well Hopefully. welcome honey and soul uh to big heavy world um as you know we like kicking it off with the song and uh so what are you gonna kick it off with we're gonna play separate her heart um it's a single that we just released a few months ago um yeah we're gonna play a little stripped down version for you Ready? One, two, three, four.
separate her heart by honey and soul there a beautiful song to start us off with and uh one from the new album I believe is that right that's mm-hmm. right so um i obviously now all recorded it's about ready to go i think i saw that it's getting launched a week on friday is that correct on friday on this friday yeah in this two days how are you guys feeling? Are you are you nervous? Are you excited? Are you <laughs> oh, yeah. sleeping at all? How's how the how the nerves? Are you yeah. stone cold stoic? You're absolutely fine with it. <laughs> I cried yesterday a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Completely broke down. <laughs> I can't believe it. Like I'm still trying to wrap my head around it. We've been working oh my god, we've been working on this album for three years and the last six months have just been like so full on so full-on preparation and like especially this last month has been just like cranking so i kind of like we have our our release show a week from friday so there's like stuff to do after as well but it honestly there's not a ton left to do like if we stopped doing if we stopped doing what we're doing the album's still going to come out like it's been sent to the the places Mm -hmm. where they where it will it will emerge on friday whether we do anything else or not but I my, my my day job is political activist and so I feel a lot like this I feel when we're getting up to an election and it's like you really can't do that much more at a certain point but yet you still can't sit still mm-hmm. um, but tell us a little bit what what goes into launching an album because some people just let let it go out you know pe- people record it they send it to a few friends that's that's it but it sounds like you guys have been putting in the hard graft uh, especially recently in the last six months so what what goes into putting out an album well (laughs) (laughs) all Um, up to danny (laughs) we we were really intentional intentional about um how many singles we wanted to release ahead of time and what visuals would be paired um with those singles and really put the vision of the album taking the sound that we spent so long creating and applying um the sense of your eyes to to pair with it so we we launched two music videos that um that were just that were so much fun to make and uh to to do everything from from directing it to conce- conceiving it directing mm-hmm. it um picking the locations the the outfits the built turning my barn into a disco glam mm-hmm. fantasy mm-hmm. yeah gorgeous. <laughs> thank you well with that. <laughs> um and then of course getting it getting the word out to everybody and all the people that um that we know and don't know trying to just let it um let let everyone know what we're up to so that they get a chance to um to get some of the some of the music medicine that we're trying to put out there mm-hmm. yeah also fundraising um like the, there's a whole business behind this which is like makes sense why there are whole businesses that do this Definitely. um but yeah like I learned how to write a press release. Like we we spent a bunch of year we spent a few years like raising all the money we needed, almost all the money we needed for this project. Mm-hmm. That was a ton of work. Getting the band together. Uh-huh. Um after putting that full sound um together in the studio, gosh, we just it, we we knew that our songs um were begging for that and so now uh we 
for all, for all of the shows we've been playing since finishing recording our full band and uh that's been part of the mm-hmm. the post the post op process yeah. <laughs> there's all this like work around figuring out what our brand is and like working out how to use canva <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um and uh you know getting familiar with social media algorithms and working out how to make a TikTok video and just learning from the ground up about these things. And, you know, it's so easy to consume things online and on social media. And it takes so many hours to make one thing. And then, you know, just like keeping up with how much the internet just wants to gobble you and not losing your head about it you know from an outsider perspective it looks like you guys nailed it and it looks i wouldn't say effortless but it looks sleek and smooth and bump free thank you um i'm sure it is not <laughs> i'm sure you guys are watching and, and putting everything together and you're like oh well, what if they notice this mistake and whatnot but from an outsider perspective it looks so good Thank your website's you. absolutely Thank on point. You. Your music videos are insanely good. Tell us a little bit about that, because one of them, Willoughby, mm. uh, beautiful shot, um, and that looks like it must have been filmed last year. And Last well, September. Last September. And then I think the, I think it's a different video where it's in your barn, and it's, you know, the clear, I think you're in the, the fields planting things. And, yeah. Um, yeah. Drone shot of a cool Saab convertible down a oh, That lane. was not a drone. <laughs> that, was, that was Macaulay Lerman. Like, I was driving the car and he was like through the sunroof, like <laughs> following, behind, following Danica in the car. And like, yeah, he's he's amazing. He's Macaulay amazing. from uh, Box, of Box of Stars. Stars. Yeah. yeah, he's like mm-hmm. nine foot tall. So basically <laughs> so a drone. A drone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Drone yeah. with legs. The, the sweetest, kindest, um, sen- most sensitive drone <laughs> you'll ever meet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us a little bit about the videos that you, you put out then. So uh, I feel like we can't really talk of them as a collective. Let's go for for the one with the title of the album, Lady King. And I'm picking this one intentionally because we're, we're in it. Um, <laughs> massive labor of love. You got a bunch of friends to, to send in videos of you guys, uh, of your guys' new single, uh, Lady King. Um, and then you spent hours putting it together <laughs> and probably watching music videos a bazillion times. Um, wh- how did the concept come from there? And it feels very COVID-y in a mm-hmm. way. It almost made us feel nostalgic for the COVID days. So mm-hmm. yeah. Who'd have thunk? Who'd have thought, yeah. <laughs> you know, we can really thank COVID for a lot of good ideas, you know. Um, so the idea actually came from uh, Megan Trainer. <laughs> Who took when when she was putting out her uh, singles, like asked a lot of content creators to just video themselves doing a dance to the song and then just like posting it on their own feeds. And then and I was thinking, you know, we used a a huge part of our process has been involving our community. We had a huge ask for our fundraiser and we had a, a lot of people support us and as a kind of a way to include them in the final project to have a video where we we ask people to dance and get involved in it and sing along and just show up however they feel like they want to show up when they listen to the song 
felt like a really wonderful way to kind of cap off this project and say, you know, like, hey, thank you. And also look at you <laughs> like you made you really made this. Um, thanks for thanks for being part of our lives. And like, you know, um, it was our first time doing something like that. So it was a lot of learning about, you know, like, oh, how much instruction do we really need to give people? Like what? Like, oh, if we say take a video of yourself, that means something different for everybody who gets that information. So like learning how specific to be <laughs> and also how we, you know, how to be flexible with, you know, what we receive. That was really cool, you know, learning that. And then, um, you know, putting it together. I didn't have headphones, so big shout out to um, Audrey Zizza for listening to it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again next to me while I was breaking it. <laughs> and also big shout out to Hannah who found all the clips and cut them out so I didn't have to do that labor. I think part. I spent about eight hours. Eight hours, yeah. Mm -hmm. Just going through all of the clips and cutting like five it's a long song it's like a five and a half minute song or something cutting it down to like 10 seconds yeah each. yeah really finding like the moments and then you found the moments found the moments and then my brain just said no more possible no more is possible <laughs> no more so i sent it to cleo <laughs> and i was like okay i haven't i okay i have more yeah and then we put it together yeah. figured Probably it out most of our most endeavors work with the band. Yeah, we, we go share until it. we we share the load, and that that video was definitely them. But. Yeah, well, the other mm -hmm. two videos were like mostly Danica too. Mm -hmm. Like the I know you didn't ask about them. Please, but I mean, please go talk about the other videos because they are stunning, <laughs> stunning. I think Macaulay said like no one has ever done what was it called a. Uh, a treatment, um, the way Danica put this treatment together of just like the full vision, scene by scene. Separator Heart video had how many locations? Like four, four different locations. Or I guess six with the laundromat and right. the interval and the outfits. Yeah. Hooey. So I mean, did you, you put a storyboard more. together, Danica, and like, okay, this, this, this shot, this shot, this yeah, shot. Yeah, it was more of first. It took a while to really conceptualize like what, what story do I do we want to tell visually and in breaking down the song it really felt like um, playing with this idea of each of us going about our normal lives doing normal activities like gardening laundry or driving yeah, somewhere diva. driving somewhere in my convertible <laughs> everyday life and um, and and just just alluding to those daydreams you have or those those love stories that we just kind of play over in our heads while we're doing things mulling over the latest the latest uh, chapter in the saga or what mm. what it may be and um and so just jumping back and forth from this 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 fantasy headspace um where you know love is beautiful in the fields and and um and then of course uh like feeling yourself and like being in these places of of a disco like dance party and um bouncing back and forth was kind of the idea for that and so it, it came down to breaking it down by lyrics and um and and really just mapping out like i want real life here and i want fantasy life here and then deciding 
who would be featured for each and then which which part of the fantasy world we're going to go to. Uh, you guys must have sang that song on camera <laughs> 10, 15, 20 times. Because the video editing is wonderful because you, you, almost the entire song is actually sung out by, by you three. But in, as you said, like eight different locations. And I'm mm -hmm. sure each one didn't take a single shot. So, wow, you guys must be sick of that song by this point. Honestly, no. <laughs> nope, not even a little bit. It's a good sign. Keep playing it. We had fun with it. Uh, so There's uh, like a take where I'm like, oh, wait, I just realized what the words were. And I've been saying the wrong word this whole time. <laughs> I, that happened with Thunder. It's very classic. Yeah, and it was nice and warm in August when we recorded it. So um, we had a lot of fun just being outside and going to our favorite spots, like in front of the radio being the Intervale. Um, we were over in Moncton at the um, at the campus over there for uh, the the fields, and it really contrasted our thunder video um, where we were up against the the fall the fall air coming in swiftly up at <laughs> Lake Willoughby. And um, fighting against some teeth chattering uh, <laughs> to get that sunset shot. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, apt considering you know the name of the song and everything. I feel like nature oh, yeah. was solid on that one, even if you were half frozen. Mm -hmm. um, we would love to hear another song. Uh, what have you got for us? Segging, segueing perfectly, mm -hmm. we would love to sing thunder.
Thunder there by Honey and Soul off the new album, Lady King. So tell us a little bit about the the creation of the album within the studio. So you said this has been a three-year labour of love. In, in that timeline, when was it that you got to the studio? How did you pick the tracks you were going to sing for this particular album? So um, we had the vision in a cabin in the woods in a yurt. I'm actually not sure if it was a cabin or a yurt. It was kind of both. There was a yurt and a cabin, and we went to both of them. It required both. Yeah. And uh, we had a big piece of paper, and we wrote on that paper what we wanted and what songs we wanted. And Hannah had just written Incantation, so we learned this song, this like beautiful, tender acapella song together. We workshopped that, and then from there we just kind of grew the the track list and then um it was covid time so when we hit the studio is this was this pre-covid the cabin in the woods it was 2020 so okay so then when we hit the studio we uh kind of went in one by one and uh you know if somebody else wants to take the rest of it so you went to the studio in 2021 so oh 2020 so can can conceived like the track list in a yurt of course very mm -hmm. on brand by the way for, mm -hmm. for honey and soul to sit down in a conclave and light the white smoke when you figured out what you were gonna uh, mm -hmm. gonna all uh, mm -hmm. go mm -hmm. and do an album um and so you've been sitting on these tracks now for three years or i'm guessing it took a little time to master and make sure it was completely right mm -hmm. but you've been basically sitting on the on this album for three years mm -hmm. yeah and i and like cleo was saying um uh, because we were recording during COVID time, we really were trying to keep it as sparse in the studio as possible. So it was these individual sessions with every mem every member um, of of every guest we had in for each song, and um, even even harmonies and and vocals happened on an individual basis. So um, in a way, it was it, it was in our lives for that for a long period, but. Um, the amount of studio time that was that we were actually in in the booth um was pretty was was just like normal <laughs> mm -hmm. was that difficult though because you you guys are so collaborative as as a group it sounds like you do everything together uh, from top to bottom and so to get into the studio as individuals was that was that a difficult thing to kind of have to get your head around and how did you make up for that I'd say it was definitely difficult to feel that cohesion that that is so in like important in our uh, our creation. But we were able to make up for it once um, once we were done in the studio. Had, we're getting those those mixes back, the mastering tracks, and starting to practice with the band. Uh, a lot of the songs that are on the album have been re re envisioned um, to an extent that is very much um just just an extension of the energy we had individually in the studio that we brought together back in the room together and um so it's almost like a a, a revitalization of a lot of the songs mm -hmm. yeah and going back to the incantation song we had this idea originally of recording it outside in the woods um and we did we spent a day doing that and we got like the sounds of our feet walking and the birds and we did it at Colchester Pond 
and like jumped into the water afterwards and got like that recorded but like it just didn't end up working out and so then we like tried to do it or no yeah but it felt so important for us to be together in the studio to do that one um because it's it's acapella and it's like all about our voices so we ended up going in and re-recording that but we're able to keep like the other sounds of like of Colchester Pond and we actually put the jumping into the pond sounds as like an overlay of a different track it's like a very nostalgic feeling so we I think it kind of felt really even though at the end of the of our recording process we were just like ready to be done I think it was so good and so important to be just be like we've worked so long and hard on this like we're not gonna rush through any decision and we're gonna go back in and get it right mm -hmm. and do it all together. And that felt so, so good to be in the same room. And I think was a learning experience also for like future recordings of how we like to do our vocals. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Do, I mean, it sounds like you've got a lot of love for, the, for this original track, this acapella track. Do all of you have a, the same favorite track on the record or do all three of you have different favorite tracks? And could you tell me your favorite track and why? Mm. We've never talked about this. I'd be curious to hear. Mm. Let's, uh, mm. yeah, let's, go, let's go from Cleo. Uh, on the oh, of course, yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this, the song that I love to show people from the album, just kidding, I haven't showed anybody at all, at all. Okay, yeah, just kidding. Um, I love to show uh, Stuck in the Middle, just because it always makes me want to dance and just like, it's like, wow, this is so cool. Um, and then I also really love, I mean, I'm just like so glad that Lady King's out because I love Lady King. But I think that one that I, I just always go that just kind of feels like it always fits a mood is um, Violet Undertone. Mm. It's like so, it's like feels really just easy to like. Mm. Yeah. And a little, like, I, I feel like we don't generally like, it wasn't one of our singles. It's kind of like, like, in a, like it, it, it feels like really easy to overlook in a way, but I kind of like that about it. Uh, Danica, um, your favorite song from the album? I, I think my favorite song would have to be the track called Once. Um, it deals with grief, and it's very... Um, it, it really brought me through a healing journey of grief uh, just by learning it, loving it, recording it all the all the parts and every time we sing it you know I just I just get to belt at the top of my lungs and it feels like gosh what a privilege to uh to have such a raw emotion that I get to share in a space that feels really um supported yeah it just resonates in, in like your heartstrings mm -hmm. and I think the the key that it's in really yeah. resonates <laughs> in my body in a, in, in, the, in, in a good way um, and Hannah, how about you? What's your... Uh, and you, Hannah, did, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, did you write all the entire album? So this is a very interesting question. Is, I these know. These are all, in a way, your babies. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that. It feels like choosing a child. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I haven't really been in, like, a favorite finding mind around them. But 
I think maybe the the final track on the album is called Home. Mm. And I think I'm going to just, I'm going to say, I don't think it's my favorite song. Like, I, I really don't even know. Like, they each, I just love so much about each of them. But that one is such a journey through the song. It's, and I love what we did with it. I feel so proud of how we ended the album. And just, like, moving through, like, I don't even, I don't know what to give away or not, but it, like, moves through. I had, okay, I had this, like, as I was writing it, I had, like, a string section in my head at the end. I don't I don't play strings, and I don't even know, but, like, I heard it, and I figured out, like, the melody on the guitar and taught it to them, and they made it happen, which is, like, one of the coolest experiences I've ever had in my life. <laughs> and to move through that, like, super tender, emotional song for me that's, like, all about, like, this really deep relationship coming to an end and, like, finding home, like, like re-understanding what home is, that concept, and having, finding it in other people, like, wanting so deeply to find it in myself, and moving through this process into this, like, incredible string section that, like, just transports you out, transports me out of the album. And then you're just like in the woods. And in my mind, I mean, you'll hear it, but just as a little sneak peek in my mind, it's like there's this organ in the middle of the woods. It's like you leave like the the church or wherever you're in this like holy place of so these beautiful strings and you walk in through the woods and all of a sudden there's like an organ playing like in the middle of the woods. And then we have um, a number of interludes throughout the album. So it, it ends with like one of um, Danica's close people talking, um, just like just sharing some really, really beautiful insights. And it's just like so special. So yeah, I think that's my favorite part. It sounds like this song in particular was almost closure, not just with the album itself, but also your own personal relationships and the way that you've kind of ended up navigating to this final, I wouldn't say final resting place, but this maybe this milestone, this, this break spot, this, this clearing in the woods for yourself. Well said. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd love to hear it. I don't know if you're going to be playing it tonight. Maybe we'll have to wait till the album release party. Yeah. I'm gonna wait. Yeah, Just we're gonna little. we're gonna keep you on your toes. All right. Yeah, but you know you'll hear it in two days. Two days. Two yeah. days. Well, uh, we would like to hear another song, if if not home, something else. So what have you got for us? Uh, the next song is going to be a non-album song, non-singles that has already released. It's called "I Deserve Pleasure Every Time of the Day." Right. I love when you say it. And your little smile. <laughs> Next time you should say it. I'm always the one that says it. It's so good to hear other people say those words. All right. <clears throat> Moving forward so 
Side of Honey and Soul. Um, one that comes very much to mind is Hannah, what you put on at the Radio Bean on Valentine's Day, which was a hoot and a holler. Oh my god, that's uh, so Tell us a little bit about that because all three of you are involved. I know, Hannah, you were kind of the, the talisman, the idea person behind the whole thing, but yeah, it was great. Tell us a little bit. She about was it. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of funny. I uh, went through a breakup in the fall and I came out of, I came out of that just being like, a little like, I wanna, I wanna, just like sing the sexiest songs ever in front of a stage, like on a stage with like a whole band of people behind me and everyone just being like, oh, you're so sexy, like yeah. And so I just came up with this idea of being Sugar Mom, Sugar Mom and the Mom, and and having the Mama's Boys behind me, Sugar Mom and the Mama's Boys, and 
oh my God, it was so much work. <laughs> and I like had this great idea and I was like, I'll do it on Valentine's Day. It'll be like so fun. Like, I don't know how many months later that would have been like four months later. Sounded great. And then, and then it was time to do it. And I was like, oh my God, like this is so much work to put. Like there were seven people in the band and I don't know if you've ever tried getting like more than two musicians in the same room <laughs> at the same time we didn't have one we had only two rehearsals and one of them not one of them everyone could be there so it was it was great but everyone in that band was amazing and um I just wanted to do like all of my favorite songs that made me feel like really good and I wanted to bring Cleo and Danica in and we've always like in in the spare time that we don't have like want to do a Spice Girls cover band mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. so uh, it was uh -huh. like an yeah, opportunity yeah. to uh, kind of make dreams come true in all all areas yeah, yeah and it, you pulled it off so well and again I think it might be a bit like releasing this album where you probably put in a ton of work and you feel like you know it's really difficult to get everyone in the same room and you know trying to get all the pieces together but then it you pull it off without a hitch. It was it was an absolute amazing gig. Uh, Danica, I remember very seared uh, into my memory as you standing at the bar and then coming onto the stage. It was such a oh my it god, was such I a love great it. kind of moment. And then <laughs> Hannah, you coming through the crowd as well, feather boa and yeah, it I, was, that was so like, good. That that entrance um, was part of the conception of like the whole like it came. <laughs> The day, like the moment I had the idea, I was like, and I will be doing, what was that song? Um, Can't Take My Eyes Off You, as I will be entering from, like, there will be spot, like, at the radio being like, spotlight on me. Like, <laughs> how, just how in the world? But thankfully, like, leads in the business of making dreams come true. And I just asked a bunch of people to, like, put their flashlights on me. <laughs> it yeah. certainly worked. And um, we've not got too much time left, but I want you to speak a little bit about this album release party. So the album's coming out Friday. Album release party at the Old North End Community Centre a week on Friday. Mm -hmm. um, you guys are not in the habit of doing things half-assed. So <laughs> tell us, can you give us a little bit of a preview? What, what has been prepared for this event a week on Friday? Well, this is... Um, I know that the space, the Old North End Community Center on Allen Street is looking forward to this because it's their first, it's their first like, you know, yeah, it's their debutante ball, exactly, and we get to be les debutantes, and um, it, right now it's got this awesome um, like cafeteria high school prom vibe, and we're only trying to enhance that. Um, we're going, we're going DIY decor, um, lots of soft lighting, lots of great sounds, and lots of gorgeous vinyl, double vinyl records for everyone to purchase, um, to bring home with them, um, that are hot off the press, literally on, on the, on the block. And, um, it's going to be, it's going to be beautiful. We have, um, an opening set by the very fabulous Addie Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. She's incredible. If you haven't heard her, you will have to come and hear her. Mm. Yeah. I feel like we should be going in like sock hop garb, you know, 1950s. <laughs> Honestly, yes. Kind of you should. Style. Um, the, the 
the visions are feeling a little more 80s. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can do 80s. Big fact, blush. Annie, Annie is like, that's her decade. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should see how much uh, leopard print uh, we have. Yes. Yeah, leopard print. <laughs> Great. Incredible. Yeah, bring it. But yeah, really, definitely. D- Cheetah girls. It doesn't matter what decade you you feel closest to. Just come on down. It's going to be a beautiful night. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a celebration of all of this coming together with the full band. And we are just so excited to... During rehearsals, we've been playing the album set through, and um, we've got a couple other uh, surprises at the end. But it feels so good to be to perform it live and just in rehearsal. So mm-hmm. we can only expect uh, how good it's going to feel um, next Friday. Well, that's mm-hmm. exciting. And so people know how do you get tickets, and then also how do you you get your people's grubby little mitts onto onto your album. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love that. Well, you can. So, Waking Windows is producing the show, so you can get tickets through their website. Um, they're fifteen dollars um, before the show, but the day of, they're gonna be twenty bucks. So, get them now, or get them later and pay more. Whatever. Um, it all goes directly to the album. <laughs> Just well, no, actually, but not at all. Not at all. But we, but we, we like to say that when things were going there. Yeah, no, that's not doing that anymore. But um, (laughs) and then yeah, we're gonna be selling it at the show, and also like if you don't want to buy the vinyl, we have the album to stream like everywhere that you stream music and Bandcamp. The thing we're excited about with the vinyl is um, is that it's a companion to bring home um, to follow along with the lyrics. Uh, I I get the privilege of learning the words of these songs by by playing them, but uh, it's it's such a it's such a journey to um, really just get wrapped up in the sounds and having those words. Uh, it's a very satisfying experience, and I'm just excited for um, everyone to be able to share that as well and get to look at danica's incredible artwork album Mm -hmm. artwork just Mm -hmm. fast fabulous fabulous beautiful design and yeah what she's referring to is that the album opens up and i like scribbled all the lyrics down as fast as possible to get it in in the last second so there's lots of crossing outs but it's Mm -hmm. very like true to form very real very raw so I'm sure based on everything else that you create and produce, it is going to be impeccable and with immaculate vibes. Um, really looking forward to it. Um, so, yeah, if, uh, if folks want to learn more, you guys do have a website. Is that just honeyandsoul.com? Honeyandsoulmusic.com. I would also wholeheartedly recommend you follow them on Instagram, which is at honeyandsoulmusic. Honeyandsoulmusic. Again, impeccable vibes. Uh, well, we've got about time for one more song, so what have you got to play us out with? Well, thank you so much for having us. Um, we're going to play Lady King. Yeah. Right.
playing us out with the title track from their new album, Lady King. So great to have you guys in. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you for having us. To seeing you next week. And best of luck with the album release. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's all we've got time for this evening. Next week, uh, join us. We've got so-and-sos playing. But tonight, that has been everything. This has been WOMMLP operating at Burlington, Vermont, 105.9 The Radiator. It's been The Rocket Shop. I've been your host, Tom Proctor, and good night.